Grand Touring Motorsports started as a social group of car enthusiasts, but we've expanded into all sorts of motorsports disciplines, and we want to share our stories with you. Years of racing, wrenching, and motorsports experience brings together a top-notch collection of knowledge and information through our podcast, Break Fix. Hey everybody, Crew Chief Eric here, and today we're going to cover my article, which is a TV and movie review titled The Cars of Downton Abbey. It probably goes without saying that many of us have taken our newfound extra time to catch up on shows and movies we just didn't have extra cycles to spend on in the past. And if you've been following my previous articles or know me personally, you know I have a soft spot for period or historical pieces. That said, I was convinced to check out, of all things, Downton Abbey. It was a popular PBS and Masterpiece Theater drama from 2010 to 2015, with a follow-on movie in 2019 and in 2021, about the lives of English aristocrats and their servants taking place from the sinking of the Titanic in 1912 through World War I all the way into the mid-1920s. The show is best known for its intricate plot lines, period-appropriate costumes, and overt politeness, but it's also chock-full of running-and-driving classic cars. What does Lord Grantham drive? Early in the show, we're introduced to Tom the Chauffeur, one of my favorite rabble-rousers, who spends most of his time trying to seduce the youngest of Lord Grantham's daughters, Sybil, played by Jessica Brown Findlay, and the rest of his time is spent wrenching or driving the family to and from the village or the train station. This meant many shots of the garage and scenes with classic cars on the move and playing many rounds of I Spy, including some early Fiats, Austins, and more. I was immediately taken aback by the presence of a French car, the 1911 Renault, in a British household, and I'd identified it first by the distinct nose which I'd seen before on other early Renaults, like the one we saw at the Simeone Foundation, and also the color scheme. Maybe that's not a big deal, but it just seems off for some reason. Following the Downton timeline, this brass era Renault was in service for about seven years before the family acquired the 1924 Sunbeam 20-60 horsepower during the early part of 1920. I took issue with some of the inconsistencies with the show. You'd see 1920-22 to 22 Ford Model Ts being used in town or on the farms well before their time, including pre-World War I. And the same is true of the Sunbeam, but it's by far my favorite daily driver. It was low to the ground and had a bit more grunt to it than the other cars used in the Grantham fleet. The Sunbeam was the most used car during the course of the show, even though they tried quietly to replace it midway through Season 3 with a 1924 Cadillac V63 in a similar color scheme. The heir apparent. What we do come to find out during some of the behind-the-scenes vignettes of Downton Abbey is that, like many of the actors, including Hugh Bonneville playing Lord Grantham, Alan Leach as Tom Branson, Matthew Good as Henry Talbot, they actually learned to drive and drove many of these classic cars during the filming of the show. And some of you might recall that Hugh Bonneville was also on Top Gear as a star in a reasonably priced car. And if you check our show notes, you can check out the behind the scenes of that recording as provided by YouTube. Meanwhile, Matthew Crawley, played by Dan Stevens, the heir to Downton and his new bride, Lady Mary, played by Michelle Dockery, on their return trip from their honeymoon, took delivery of this most beautiful light green 1927 AC6. Unfortunately, this is yet another incorrect vehicle for the show's actual timeline, since it would have been built after the final episode. Nevertheless, this two-seat roadster made many appearances before the story took a dramatic turn at the end of season three. By the way, this is the same AC brand that would later turn out the famous Cobra. 
Brooklands. As we talked about in previous articles, formal racing started in the early 20th century, and by 1925, it wasn't a new concept, but it was proposed in the series as something foreign and exotic. To everyone except for Tom, the, quote, former chauffeur at this point, the introduction of, quote, yet another suitor for Lady Mary does make one's eyes roll, but by season six, Henry Talbot was a candidate that I could support. A handsome, stylish English racing driver. Woohoo! Apparently not related to the Talbot, Talbot Sunbeam, or Talbot Duroc car builder from what we can surmise. Henry is seen sporting around in a flat black Bentley Roadster and repeatedly invites the Crawley family to come see him test the new car and finally race at Brooklands. And for those that aren't familiar, the Brooklands racetrack, in 1925 Downton time is a 2.7 mile racing circuit and aerodrome built near Weybridge in Surrey, England. It opened in 1907 and was the world's first purpose-built motor racing circuit, as well as one of Britain's first airfields, which also became Britain's largest aircraft manufacturing center by 1918. Since most of the hour-long Season 6, Episode 7 was spent and focused on Brooklands, it meant we spent a lot of time focusing on cars, the track, and racing. Hoorah! And when asked, I don't understand the attraction to racing, Tom replies, it's all about the speed. I might have blurted out an obligatory, amen, even if the top speed was only 60 miles an hour. Now... If you're a connoisseur of European racing circuits, you will quickly identify from various camera angles that this episode was actually filmed at Goodwood Circuit, home of the Goodwood Festival of Speed, and not Brooklands. Brooklands hosted its last race in 1939, and today, part of it forms the Brooklands Museum, a major aviation and motoring museum, as well as a venue for vintage car, motorcycle, and other transport-related events. Many parts of Brooklands are in disrepair and other parts don't exist. However, Brooklands was recently featured in a James May special called Toy Stories, specifically Season 1, Episode 4, where he recreated the circuit on location using Skeletric slot cars and setting a world record. I can save you about a thousand more words because there's actually a behind-the-scenes look of the Downton Brooklands episode, and it's a great summary of why the cars from this era are still amazing today. So you can check that out in the article and the videos provided on YouTube. Spoiler alert, because of the way the show was written, you have a premonition that, quote, something bad is inevitably going to happen at Brooklands. Therefore, as Henry Talbot and his best friend Charles Rogers are entered in the race with most of the Crawley family, Bertie Pelham and Laura Edmonds as spectators, Charlie Rogers is killed in an accident during the race. At this point, my wife turns to me and says, you're going to write about this, eh? Yes, ma'am, I am. Initially, I figured, meh, Downton Abbey is going to be some stuffy pre-war British soap drama, and it'll just be okay. I'll give it an episode or two. But I found myself rather enamored by all aspects of it. The show has its moments of exaggerated drama and bits of upstairs-downstairs. But each episode is packed and feels like a separate movie and not a serial or episodic story. And much to my surprise, withstanding the urge to spoil the show for anyone that hasn't seen it yet, it's more complex than anything I've foretold here. The performances by the Dowager Countess, played by Maggie Smith, who you might know from the Harry Potter series, and Isabel Crawley, played by Penelope Wilton, in my opinion, are the main reasons to watch the show. Oh yeah, and the cars. Don't, don't forget about the cars. Editor's note to my wife. Quote, he's nice, he likes cars, and he's mad about you. I rest my case said Tom Branson to Lady Mary about Henry Talbot. Thank you all, and never stop learning.
We hope you enjoyed another awesome episode of Brake Fix Podcast, brought to you by Grand Tory Motorsports. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or get involved, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Grand Touring Motorsports. And if you'd like to learn more about the content of this episode, be sure to check out the follow-on article at gtmotorsports.org. We remain a commercial-free and no annual fees organization through our sponsors, but also through the generous support of our fans, families, and friends through Patreon. For as little as $2.50 a month, you can get access to more behind-the-scenes action, additional pit stop minisodes, and other VIP goodies, as well as keeping our team of creators fed on their strict diet of Fig Newtons, Gumby Bears, and Monster. So consider signing up for Patreon today at www.patreon.com forward slash GT Motorsports. And remember, without you, none of this would be possible.